You're listening to the Bible Chunks Read-Through Podcast in association with the Limadim Bible Reading Plan in Charles River Church. For more information on Limadim, visit lmd.church. Or for more information on Charles River Church, visit charlesriverchurch.com. We read the whole story to make whole disciples of Jesus. Hey, welcome to the Bible Chunks Read-Through Podcast, where we read through the Bible in the chunks or sections based on themes it was designed to be read in, so we can get a better handle on the story of God. My name is Kevin. That's enough about me. Let's dive into the Word. Today we'll be reading Joshua 6.1 through 8.35, 88 verses today. Now Jericho was shut up inside and outside because of the people of Israel. None went out and none came in. And the Lord said to Joshua, see... I've given Jericho into your hand with its king and mighty men of valor. You shall march around the city, all the men of war going around the city once. Thus shall you do for six days. Seven priests shall bear seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark. On the seventh day you shall march around the city seven times, and the priests shall blow the trumpets. And when they make a long blast with the ram's horns, when you hear the sound of the trumpet, then all the people shall shout with a great shout, and the wall of the city will fall down flat. And the people shall go up, everyone straight before him. So Joshua the son of Nun called the priests and said to them, Take up the ark of the covenant and let seven priests bear seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark of the Lord. And he said to the people, Go forward, march around the city, and let the armed men pass on before the ark of the Lord. And just as Joshua had commanded the people, the seven priests bearing the seven trumpets of ram's horns before the Lord went forward blowing the trumpets, with the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord following them. The armed men were walking before the priests who were blowing the trumpets, and the rear guard was walking after the Ark, while the trumpets blew continually. But Joshua commanded the people, You shall not shout or make your voice heard, neither shall any word go out of your mouth until the day I tell you to shout. Then you shall shout. So he caused the Ark of the Lord to circle the city going around it once, And they came into the camp and spent the night in the camp. Then Joshua rose early in the morning, and the priests took up the ark of the Lord. And the seven priests, bearing the seven trumpets of ram's horns, before the ark of the Lord walked on. And they blew the trumpets continually. And the men were walking before them, and the rear guard was walking after the ark of the Lord, while the trumpets blew continually. And the second day they marched around the city once and returned to the camp. So they did for six days. On the seventh day they rose early, at the dawn of the day, and marched around the city in the same manner seven times. It was only on that day that they marched around the city seven times. And at the seventh time, when the priests had blown the trumpets, Joshua said to the people, Shout, for the Lord has given you the city, and the city and all that is within it shall be devoted to the Lord for destruction. Only Rahab the prostitute and all who are with her in her house shall live because she hid the messengers whom we sent. But you keep yourselves from the things devoted to destruction, lest when you have devoted them, you take any of the devoted things and make the camp of Israel a thing for destruction and bring trouble upon it. But all silver and gold and every vessel of bronze and iron are holy to the Lord. They shall go into the treasury of the Lord. So the people shouted and the trumpets were blown. As soon as the people heard the sound of the trumpet, the people 
shouted a great shout, and the wall fell down flat. So the people went up into the city, every man straight before him, and they captured the city. Then they devoted all in the city to destruction, both men and women, young and old, oxen, sheep, and donkeys, with the edge of the sword. But to the two men who had spied out the land, Joshua said, Go into the prostitute's house and bring out from there the woman and all who belonged to her as you swore to her. So the young men who had been spies went in and brought out Rahab and her father and mother and brothers and all who belonged to her. And they brought out all her relatives and put them outside the camp of Israel. And they burned the city with fire and everything in it. Only the silver and gold and the vessels of bronze and of iron they put into the treasury of the house of the Lord. But Rahab the prostitute and her father's household and all who belonged to her, Joshua saved alive. And she has lived in Israel to this day because she hid the messengers whom Joshua sent to spy out to Jericho. Joshua laid an oath on them at that time, saying, Cursed before the Lord be the man who rises up and rebuilds this city, Jericho. At the cost of his firstborn shall he lay its foundation, and at the cost of his youngest son shall he set up its gates. So the Lord was with Joshua, and his fame was in all the land. But the people of Israel broke faith in regard to the devoted things. For Achan, the son of Carmi, son of Zabdi, son of Zerah, of the tribe of Judah, took some of the devoted things, and the anger of the Lord burned against the people of Israel. Joshua sent men from Jericho to Ai, which was near Beth-Avon, east of Bethel, and said to them, Go up and spy out the land. And the men went up and spied out Ai. And they returned to Joshua and said to him, Do not have the people go up. But let about two or three thousand men go up and attack I. Do not make the whole people toil up there, for they are few. So about three thousand men went up from there, from the people, and they fled before the men of I. And the men of I killed about thirty-six of their men and chased them before the gate as far as Shebarim and struck them with the descent. At the hearts of the people melted and became as water. Then Joshua tore his clothes and fell to the earth on his face before the ark of the Lord until the evening, he and the elders of Israel. And they put dust on their heads. And Joshua said, Alas, O Lord God, why have you brought this people over the Jordan at all to give us into the hands of the Amorites to destroy us? Would that we have been content to dwell beyond the Jordan. O Lord, what can I say when Israel has turned their backs before their enemies? For the Canaanites and all the inhabitants of the land will hear of it and will surround us and cut off our name from the earth. And what will you do for your great name? The Lord said to Joshua, Get up. Why have you fallen on your face? Israel has sinned. They've transgressed my covenant that I commanded them. They've taken some of the devoted things. They've stolen and lied and put them among their own belongings. Therefore, the people of Israel cannot stand before their enemies. They turn their backs before their enemies because they have become devoted for destruction. I'll be with you no more unless you destroy the devoted things from among you. Get up. Consecrate the people and say, Consecrate yourselves for tomorrow. For thus says the Lord, God of Israel, there are devoted things in your midst, O Israel. You cannot stand before your enemies until you take away the devoted things from among you. In the morning, therefore, you shall be brought near by your tribes, and the tribe that the Lord takes by lot shall come by clans, and the clan that the Lord takes shall come near by households, and the household that the Lord takes shall come near man by man. And he who is taken with the devoted thing shall be burned with fire, he and all that he has, because he has transgressed the covenant of the Lord, and because he has done an outrageous thing in Israel.
till Joshua rose early in the morning and brought Israel near, tribe by tribe. And the tribe of Judah was taken, and he brought near the clans of Judah, and the clans of the Zeharites were taken. And he brought near the clans of the Zeharites man by man, and Zabdi was taken. And he brought near his household man by man, and Achan, the son of Carmi, son of Zabdi, son of Zerah, of the tribe of Judah, was taken. Then Joshua said to Achan, My son, give glory to the Lord God of Israel, and give praise to him, and tell me now what you have done. Do not hide it from me. And Achan answered Joshua, Truly, I have sinned against the Lord God of Israel, and this is what I did. When I saw among the spoil a beautiful cloak from Shinar and two hundred shekels of silver and a bar of gold weighing fifty shekels, I coveted them, and I took them, and see they're hidden in the earth inside my tent with the silver underneath. So Joshua sent messengers, and they ran to the tent, and behold, it was hidden in his tent with silver underneath. And they took them out of the tent, brought them to Joshua, and to all the people of Israel. They laid them down before the Lord. And Joshua and all Israel with him took Achan, the son of Zerah, and the silver and the cloak and the bar of gold, and his sons and daughters, and his oxen and donkeys and sheep, and his tent, and all that he had. And they brought them up to the valley of Achor. And Joshua said, Why did you bring trouble on us? The Lord brings trouble on us today, and brings trouble on you today. And all Israel stoned him with stones. They burned him with fire and stoned him with stones. And they raised over him a great heap of stones that remains to this day. Then the Lord turned from his burning anger. Therefore to this day the name of the place is called the Valley of Achor. And the Lord said to Joshua, Do not fear, do not be dismayed. Take all the fighting men with you and arise. Go up to Ai. See, I've given you, I've given into your hand the king of Ai and his people, his city and his land. And you shall do to Ai and its king as you did to Jericho and its king. Only its spoil and its livestock you shall take as plunder for yourselves. Lay an ambush against the city behind it. So Joshua and all the fighting men arose to go up to Ai. Joshua chose thirty thousand mighty men of valor and sent them out by night. And he commanded them, Behold, you shall lie in ambush against the city behind it. Do not go very far from the city, but all of you remain ready, and I and all the people who are with me will approach the city. And when they come out against us, just as before, we shall flee before them, and they will come out after us until we have drawn them away from the city, for they will say, They are fleeing from us just as before, so we will flee before them. Then you shall rise up from the ambush and seize the city, for the Lord your God will give it into your hand. And as soon as you have taken the city, you shall set the city on fire. You shall do according to the word of the Lord. See, I have commanded you. So Joshua sent them out, and they went out of the place of ambush, and lay between Bethel and Ai to the west of Ai. But Joshua spent the night among his people. Joshua arose early in the morning, and mustered the people, and went up, he and the elders of Israel before the people of Ai. And all the fighting men who were with him went up and drew near before the city and encamped on the north side of Ai with a ravine between them and Ai. He took about 50,000 men, 5,000 men, and set them in ambush between Bethel and Ai to the west of the city. So they stationed the forces, the main encampment that was north of the city and the rear guard that was west of the city. But Joshua spent that night in the valley. And as soon as the king of Ai saw this, he and all the people of the men of the city hurried and went out early to the appointed place, toward the Arabah to meet Israel in battle. But he did not know that there was an ambush against the city behind him. And Joshua and all Israel pretended to be beaten before them and fled in the direction of the wilderness. So all the people who were in the city 
were called together to pursue them. And as they pursued, as they pursued Joshua, they were drawn away from the city. Not a man was left in Ai or Bethel who did not go out after Israel. They left the city open and pursued Israel. Then the Lord said to Joshua, Stretch out the javelin that is in your hand toward Ai, for I will give it into your hand. And Joshua stretched out the javelin that was in his hand toward the city, and the men in the ambush rose quickly out of their place. And as soon as he had stretched out his hand, they ran and entered the city to capture it. And they hurried to set the city on fire. So when the men of Ai looked back, behold, the smoke of the city went up to heaven. They had no power to flee this way or that, for the people who fled into the wilderness turned back against the pursuers. And when Joshua and all Israel saw the ambush had captured the city and that the smoke of the city went up, they heard they turned back and struck down the men of Ai. And the others came out from the city against them. So they were in the midst of Israel, some on this side and some on that side. And Israel struck them down until there was left none that survived or escaped. But the king of Ai they took alive and brought him near to Joshua. When Israel had finished killing all the inhabitants of Ai in the open wilderness, where they pursued them, and all of them, to the very last, had fallen by the edge of the sword. All Israel turned, returned to Ai and struck it down with the edge of the sword. And all who fell that day, both men and women, were twelve thousand, all the people of Ai. But Joshua did not draw back his hand, with which he stretched out the javelin until they had devoted all the inhabitants of Ai to destruction. Only the livestock and the spoil of that city Israel took as their plunder, according to the word of the Lord that he commanded Joshua. So Joshua burned Ai and made it forever a heap of ruins as it is to this day. And he hanged the king of Ai on a tree until evening. And at sunset Joshua commanded that they took his body down from the tree and threw it at the entrance of the gate of the city and raised over it a great heap, great heap of stones, which stands there to this day. At that time, Joshua built an altar to the Lord, the God of Israel, on Mount Ebal, just as Moses, the servant of the Lord, had commanded the people of Israel, as it is written in the book of the law of Moses, an altar of uncut stones, upon which no man had wielded an iron tool. They offered it on it burnt offerings to the Lord and sacrificed peace offerings. And there in the presence of the people of Israel, he wrote on the stones a copy of the law of Moses, which he had written. And all Israel's sojourn, as well as native-born, with their elders and their officers and their judges, stood on opposite sides of the ark before the Levitical priests who carried the ark of the covenant of the Lord half of them in front of Mount Gerizim, and half of them in front of Mount Ebal, just as Moses, the servant of the Lord, had commanded at first to bless the people of Israel. And afterward, he read all the words of the law, the blessing and the curse, according to all that is written in the book of the law. There was not a word of all that Moses commanded that Joshua did not read before the assembly of Israel, and the women, and the little ones, and the sojourners who lived among them. Today we see Israel beginning to claim the promised land, first with the fall of Jericho. And it's interesting the way that God uh, commands Israel to, to go to war. 
he has this weapon, which is no weapon, which is a trumpet, the priests of the Lord and the Ark of the Covenant, that the Lord is the one who goes before them and performs mighty miracles. And he is the one who fights for Israel. And so the plan is to walk around the city seven times for seven days and then the seventh day to walk around the city seven times that one day quietly just with horns blowing and then on the seventh day walk around it seven times blow the horns mighty shout and God is going to knock down the wall of the city and that's what happens and that's something that you can't defend against you can't defend against the Lord when your city wall crumbles down and your your heart melts like wax and the people of Israel come and devote you to destruction. All but Rahab and her family, the one who had helped the uh, the one who had helped the spies initially. And the purpose again of this is that the iniquity of this land has been so bad. Uh, remember all of the abominations that were done in this land. That when God promised Abraham. To bring him into the land, he said, the iniquity of the Canaanites is not yet complete. 400 more years. 400 years of more brutality, of more child sacrifice, of more bloodshed, of more sexual immorality. 400 years of abuse, and the Lord says, enough. It's time for my people to take this land so that the nations can see what I'm actually like. It's kind of like when the flood came. God gave them time, and he said that the intentions of man's heart is only evil always, and I'm going to destroy them, but he promised not to destroy the whole world again, so there's this selective judgment on these nations where God destroys the city and, and gives it to the inhabitant, uh, to the, the nation of Israel, and in doing that, he has specific commands for the nation one of which is to not take or covet anything. And then you have this guy, Achan, who, like Adam and Eve in the garden, or I guess Eve in the garden, sees something that is uh, good to his eyes, and he takes it. And like Eve in the garden, he feels that shame, and he hides it. And like Eve in the garden, he is discovered by God, and he surely dies. Because God says... Essentially, as I bring you into this land, we can't have, like, especially at the beginning, we're setting the standards for don't be deceptive, don't, don't thieve, don't steal things. We're, I'm not sending you into this land so that you can plunder and become rich. I'm sending you into this land so that I can care for you, so that I can take care of you. I don't want you to steal, you know, and, 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 try to care for yourself with through greed that's not that's not God's heart and that's not why I'm bringing you into the land I'm bringing you into the land so that I can take care of you and and Achan is stoned to death because of his sin it seems as though he was repentant but even in his repentance his his sin still went before him and the Lord commanded him to be killed so that we get that leaven out of the camp that, so it doesn't spread further into the, the nation of Israel. And then you have this interesting event where they see this, they've just taken Jericho, and they're like, there's this little town up here called Ai, and so we don't need to send all, we'll send 3,000 people, they'll take care of it real quick. And they get defeated. And that's because 
the Lord had not gone before them because uh, because Achan uh, had stolen and so the Lord needs to make things right and so Achan's sin brings death and destruction to Israel but you see God performed this mighty miracle and then Joshua falls on his face saying, Lord, why'd you even bring us into this land if you're not going to fight on our behalf? So again, it's pointing to the fact that it's the Lord. It's not the size of the army. It's, it's God. And if he has given it into our hands, if he's given it into Israel's hands, then who's going to stop that? But if he's not given it into Israel's hands, then there, there will be no victory. And so they eventually go up and they defeat I with this very clever battle strategy and then Joshua builds this altar and they renew the covenant between the two mountains Mount Gerizim and Mount Ebal and uh, do some googling and archaeologists have now found Joshua's altar there and uh, they found something called the I forget what it's called actually but it's a it's a little lead um, box and um, it has it's a curse uh, with the name of Yahweh on it several times and so the thought is that that little box comes from this section right here in the book of Joshua but interesting stuff um, as you as we wrap up today consider what does this section of scripture tell you about who God is what does this section of scripture tell you about who you are and what does this or what was it that the Holy Spirit was stirring up as we were reading today take those thoughts Turn them into prayers and we'll be right here again tomorrow. Until then, God bless.